attention, please. Stop walking while I'm squawking. All aboard. Hi, everybody. Hello, 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 or should I say aloha? Oh, I've got like, I've got like, anyway, um, anyway, uh, very excited. We are, I don't know, Dana, I, sorry if I'm glowing over here through the Zoom, and it's because <laughs> we are deep into packing for our Hawaii vacation and trip to Alani, a Disney resort and spa. Are you so excited? Uh, cannot wait. We've been watching um, nonstop vlogs about Alani. Um, Ordinary Adventures went like a year last Christmas, like right after they reopened. So it was like pandemic rules everywhere. But oh, we right. love them. And they've given us all the ideas on things we want to do. There's so much to do at that resort. We are packing. We are excited. I mean, I've actually totally forgotten about the fact that I'm running the Honolulu Marathon first when we get there. Um, <laughs> Are you prepared for a marathon? Well, yeah. I mean, I did New York a month ago. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It starts at five o'clock in the morning. Because oh well, so that's we have like to, every marathon. No, like New York started at ten forty is what time I started in New York. But like, yeah, New York starts late. New Whoa. York is late for most of them. But yeah, the Honolulu Marathon starts at five o'clock in the morning. So we have to be. Uh, at the start line by about 4 a.m. to just get all situated in, in the start line. But get this, because it starts when it's pitch blackout, they do a yeah. fireworks show at the start line, <gasps> at the start of the what? race. Yeah. That's cool. So excited about that. Um, and going with, you know, Kurt and I and Noah, we're going with our dear friends who listen, Felicia, Melissa, and their son Silas. Um, Felicia, it's her first marathon, so she and I are doing the marathon together, and then we are immediately crossing the finish line, getting in a car, and going to Alani. And that's where we will eat, drink, and be merry with the Aloha spirit for uh like five days. Oh my goodness, you guys are gonna have the best time. I'm so jealous. Yeah, I I cannot wait. This has been this has been a long time coming. We booked this. I mean, we talked about this. Months and months ago when we booked this, like, remember? Yeah. Maybe was, on our first podcast episode. Was, You've had this booked for what, <laughs> to me, feels like 10 years. It feels like this whole trip has been 10 years in the making. Well, that's and, the trick, though. Like, you see the sale <laughs> and you just grab it. <laughs> there you go. And good on you, man. I'm so glad you did. I can't wait. Yeah, oh, I can't wait to hear about it, it. It'll be super fun in a few episodes from now when we're back. I think Felicia and Melissa are going to join us for a podcast and we're going to break down the entire trip and all things Alani. And yeah, super, super, super excited. We'll take lots of pictures. Uh, we will get them up on the Instagram and maybe we'll do some Instagram stories from Alani as we're there just to bring you all along for some Mela Kalikimaka uh, holidays in Hawaii. So, Are you guys going to do a spa? Uh, we haven't booked any spa appointments yet because the spa treatments at Alani are insanely expensive. Like oh, that checks out. I mean, I it makes that. sense. Like a fifty-minute massage is like two hundred dollars, <gasps> which yeah, that's a lot. Wow. So I was like, because the trick is, you if you book a spa treatment, you get to go to their outdoor hydrotherapy garden. Yes, that's why I was asking. I, I, I really want to go there. And I was like, I don't think you can just buy your way into the hydrotherapy garden. I think you have to have a spa treatment to be able to go to that. And they have like Does all those different it showers. It includes like getting your nails done or something cheap. Well, like, I'm wondering if it I'll includes a like a haircut or a beard trim because they do have barber services. So I'm like, maybe I'll just grow the beard out and get it trimmed at Alani. <laughs> so I can go to that. Because even they have like men, like man facials um, uh-huh. and stuff like that, that were like $180 for a facial. Yeah. Oh my it ain't gosh. cheap. Wow. So may or may not happen, but. Like we've got dining reservations. We've got um, a character breakfast for our first morning there. There's all kinds of other places to eat. There's Dole Whip everywhere. I have not found out if they do the bo- the boozy Dole Whip, but I can't imagine that they don't do the Dole Whip with rum there. Oh, they have to. They right? have to. But that's or your just, assignment, okay? That is my you, assignment. You <laughs> and the and the whole team, the whole crew, they have to find out if there's boozy Dole Whip. It may be oh, like going and buying just time. a shot of rum. <laughs> 
<laughs> You'll make your own. And make my own. But anyway, so much more on that later. But right well, before now, you go to Hawaii, to talk let's talk about California. Because yes. you, sir, had just come down here for a visit. So I yeah. figure let's do a little review of your trip. But before we do, I feel like we should start with some of the big Disney news that popped up in the last couple of weeks. I'm sure you've heard the big kind of news that just dropped yesterday and is going to be instated and in like is instated it's going to be Inst- installed instilled installed it's going to it's going to happen basically i mean <laughs> can you just say it's going it's, into effect it's going max into passes back like i mean that's basically yeah, what it's it max is. Pass. yeah so i'm sure everybody has heard that on December 8th, they are starting the Disney Genie Plus at Disneyland. This is the same feature they have over at Disney World. It seems to be kind of, it's had some bumpy moments, but yeah. sounds like most of it's been worked out over there. But basically, yeah, it's Max Pass. We yeah. all know this. It's- if you've been to Disneyland uh, before COVID, this was around for a couple of years. It's I loved paid it. It's a Fast Pass service. I loved it but- for Disneyland. Like, and honestly, on our trip down there that we'll talk about in a little bit, very much missed having Max Pass as an option on that trip because standing in lines is boring. But um, yeah. it has been funny watching those vlogs of people down at Disney World, like trying to figure out Genie Plus, who have clearly never gone to Disneyland and used Max Pass. Yes. Because watching yes. them use it, you're like, it's literally Max Pass. Like, we've been using yes. this for years out here. And it's the same mobile interface, <laughs> even exactly the same thing. And so all these people down in Florida are like, I don't know. Ah, it doesn't work. What I are we know. doing? I don't get it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I know. Well, and it's also not as good as Max Pass because here's the like kicker with Disney Genie Plus. Basically, you are paying $20 a day to have all of the fast pass lanes that you can sign up for. Once you've completed one, you can sign up for another. It kind of just keeps with this rotation, but they are removing the two hottest rides in each of the parks. And they're doing this in Florida, too, where you then have to pay an a la carte fast pass price of anywhere as low as $7 or as high as $15 to ride Space Mountain or to ride Rise of the Resistance for here. Um, what so are the DCA rides that they're doing? It, Is it cars? It's definitely Radiator Springs. I think it's either, I think it's Web Slingers? Oh, I bet it is. I think it's Web Slingers. Yeah. If it's not, then it's Guardians. I can't imagine it being Guardians. I don't think it should be Guardians because that's a really fast line. They have a lot of. Well, I don't know. I, I, I want to get down there and use it like and see the differences. But I think, I think for a lot of Disneyland usuals down at the Anaheim country club members, they are, (laughs) they're going to be like, Oh, it's the same thing. And fine. Like people will just decide if they want to pay for, um, those other rides are they giving is it like max pass that at disneyland you're getting photo pass with it that's a really good question i think so but i'm not totally sure i think it because is. while you're while you're looking while you're looking for that i think um you know I, i'm i'm curious about one thing because this this is the one thing with it that has kind of put my mind into a pretzel is the fact that it's cheaper at disney world than it is at Disneyland, which kind of blows my mind a little bit that they've made it the day, like the day price tag for it cheaper there than up here. Yeah. Well, look, they're always doing that kind of stuff. Like everything's a little bit pricier at Disneyland. I hate to say it this way. It sounds very pessimistic, but if you're going to spend a week in Disney world or a week in Disneyland, don't quote me. I haven't fully priced this out, but I'm pretty sure it's cheaper to go to Florida if we're not counting airfare for either. Yeah, scenario. if you're staying on property, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's cheaper to go to Disney World than it is to stay at Disneyland, stay on property, pay for the tickets. Everything's just pricier here in California. I I'm assuming that they are bringing because that was a great perk. Like when they with Max Pass, the fact that you could get all your digital downloads from your um, Photo Pass stuff back when Max Pass was the thing. That was such a good perk and almost worth the twenty five, fifteen, twenty five dollars, whatever it was, as Max Pass itself, right there to get those photos. 
Because, you know, at Disney World, you're paying a fortune to get those uh, Disney Pass photos if you want them for the day. Yeah, it is. Photo Pass is included. So you, See, you that's, do that. that's worth it right there, especially to get those photos. And they do all the fun, like, magic photos now with the characters that pop in, like, in cute, cute, cute photos you can get. And I think that right there, just to get the digital downloads of your photos, is 100% worth it. It was worth it for us with a little one pre-COVID because that's when we used Max Pass and we got all those photos because that's all we did before is we waited in line to meet characters. So it was a really great deal for us. I was into it. Yeah. Now, it'll be interesting to see how it rolls out. I'm sure it's going to have its bumps. I'm sure the they're going to have the same drama with Rise of the Resistance like they did in Florida where like all the buy, buy to buy for lightning lanes are gone like that. I think their issue down at Florida was if you're saying on property, you could buy your max, your lightning lanes at like 6 a.m. or something. I Don't quote me on the time. It was earlier than everybody else. Everybody else, it was like once you're in the park, you could buy or something. But if you're staying yes. at a resort hotel, you would access earlier. Well, everybody staying at the resort hotels bought up all the um, Rise of the Resistance lightning lanes and people were complaining that like annual pass holders, other people staying off property, all this other stuff could not get on the Rise of the Resi- Rise of Resistance with lightning lane and were stuck in the standby line for hours on end. Yes, it was a nightmare. It seems like I think they figured all of that out. Hopefully that doesn't happen here. They, it can't because we have three on property resorts versus the 20 plus that Disney world. Has. Did you see the photos of the line from day one of rise of the resistance standby? And it was all the way back to the haunted mansion. Yes. What? Oh, yes, folks. That's another news bit. Uh, there is no more virtual queue, you know, with a big asterisk that it could come back, but it likely won't. But there's no more virtual queue for either Web Slingers or Rise of the Resistance at Disneyland. So you are waiting in that line, which is great if you weren't the somebody who likes was... the app. But now you have to wait in line. I'm just I don't know about you, Adam, but I'm just glad I went on it again yeah. when we were there a couple of this, weeks ago. This is one thing they've done that makes absolutely no sense to me. Like the virtual queue, Universal does the virtual queue so well when they turn it on. Like it is, you can go do other stuff. Like I, I cannot imagine why Disney wants people in that standby line for two hours when they could be out spending money, buying things, buying snacks, buying this, buying that, getting food. But now you're just sticking people in a two hour line. Like they should be virtual queuing that entire dang park at this point and letting you figure it out. But like, which I guess they're kind of doing with, Disney Genie Plus, you're basically holding your spot in line for that fee. But like, yeah, I, I don't know. It doesn't. I don't quite get why. I get for web slingers because it, it's. Let's be honest, it's not that great of a ride. Um, but like, <laughs> Rise of the Resistance is mind blowing every time you do it, and I cannot for the life of me understand why they got rid of the virtual queue and why they're making these. I mean, that was just. Like if I was at the parks and I saw the the guy standing there, the cast member with the end of the line sign all the yeah. way back at the haunted mansion for nope. Galaxy's Edge. Nope. Big nope. 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 OK, well, then that's a good question for you, Adam. How long is it worth to wait in the line for Rise of the Resistance? Oh. I mean, ne- OK, pre having a child. Pre no, having no. It. How about pre? You've never gone on the ride. Like if never you've gone never on the ride, the and ride. I don't have a ten-month-old clinging to me. Correct. Okay. Uh, you know what? I would say two and a half to three hours because that's what we did for um, flight of passage at Animal Kingdom. Um, and it was worth it. That was a hundred percent worth it because we'd never done it before, and so we waited in line for three hours for that that day. And but also because the queue for I mean the queue for Flight of Passage is unbelievable. It's a ride yeah, itself. It's that really queue. Cool. It's like going through a, like yep. a haunted house that's not scary. Like the just the intri- that whole queue. I mean it's the best queue they've ever made. The Rise queue. We've walked through it when you would do the virtual queue. Yeah. Yeah. The Rise queue's it's, not that great. It's like caves it's and a few props. I'm, it's not, not bad. a lot to look at. I, but it's not like, yeah, it's not too incredible. Yeah, the flight of passage is so much to look at. Um, but yeah, if I you're think a Disney fan, yeah, if you're a Disney fan, I think it's worth waiting 
oh God, I can't believe I'm going to say three hours. If you're a diehard Disney fan and this is your one time and you've never gone on it before, yes, wait in it. But if you have been on the ride even once, I wouldn't tell you to wait more than 60 minutes. No, 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 no. And I and now with the with having Noah, like we skipped. I mean, we'll talk about this in a minute. We skipped a couple of my all time favorites at Disneyland because we just could not do a 45 minute plus line. With yeah, him. I know. And I'm yeah. still sad about that. But it's true. You can't do it. Um, And. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't quite get it. But I know. sure. Disney, well, you know, I'm sure like we'll Bob Chapex probably trying to figure out how to like upcharge the standby line to now or something. I, you know, all he wants to do is I'm just sure. keep adding. Can we talk about that for a second? He's getting some hate. He's <sighs> not looking great. You know, actually, Kurt and I were talking about this because there was another CEO that was very short lived that, and I need to look this up. It wasn't Eisner or Iger, obviously, but it was like someone in that mix there. And I need to look this up because Kurt swears this is a thing who was also very merchandise minded, like Chapek is. Oh, I think, I think, yeah, it wasn't Ron Miller. Was it maybe? I don't know. I, I need to look this up and if people know, let us know. But like, um, that was a very short-lived tenure as well, the last very merchandise-minded person they had. Because I think what works is people who are experience-focused and people want the experiences. And, like, I mean, let's be honest. Bob Chapek's big thing with the um, the big merch stuff at uh, Avengers Campus with the Web Slinger things. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on, want, want. Like, that, I know. I and they're, like, like, 30 bucks. I know. And they just, I don't. I've never seen anybody actually with them. Um, I could be wrong, but yeah, I'm wondering it'll, it'll be interesting to see how long his tenure lasts because he's, they're also getting heat for that star cruiser hotel right now too. That's true. Do you also remember that Bob Chapek was sworn in as CEO of Disney? Like, Literally one week before the before entire the COVID shutdown. Yeah. It was yeah. like, oh, new guy. And then they're like, Bob Iger steps down. Bob Iger steps back up. <laughs> and he's here to help manage through this kerfuffle. Yeah, it'll be. You know who everybody loves, though, is that Josh Tomorrow guy. Yeah. Yeah, they do. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Also, do you have to be named Bob to be a CEO? <laughs> I think so. I think it's, I, mean, I think it's, a you and I are out of luck. Our names aren't Bob. Um, anyway, so side note, on I was trying one. to look it up. I can't remember, but I do know that Ron Miller was Diane Disney Miller's husband. So, hmm. he, and I don't think he ran it for very long. And I think yeah, there was somebody else that. that I think, I think was pretty merchandise minded and it didn't. I think he, he was before so well. Eisner and Wells. So maybe. Miller was, and I don't think he. This will be. We will find this out by the next podcast. That'll be the vault. Yeah, we'll we'll go into that. Oh no no! How about this? If you know the answer, post uh, write it in one of our comments on Instagram. We'll have a post and put it in the comments, and you will win our love. Yeah, win our love and affection. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe if they've got like um, a branded cocktail stir from Alani, you win that. I'll bring you one of those back. <laughs> like the contemporary resort ones. Um, yes. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Well, a few more mouse musings okay. for you, Adam. Um, big news. I, I We talked about this last time. It's a small world's uh, the great closing. <laughs> the great flood. Well, they reopened on December 6th. So... Yay, It's a Small World is back up and running after this crazy flood. I read an article about the flood. I didn't quite understand what happened, uh, but it was massive. So basically, we talked about this before, but like one of the flumes burst uh, 
And the maintenance room is like kind of on, in the basement of this ride, completely flooded. They've gone up to seven <laughs> feet of water in there. And all of the spare mechanical parts were in this mechanical room. So they couldn't even fix the ride because all the spares were also ruined in this flood. Um, so I guess they like brought in a bunch of teams. You know, they did the whole uh, ABC Disney holiday spectacular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so while Gwen Stefani is up dancing in front of It's a Small World, they were like feverishly working on it behind <laughs> there trying to fix it. It's like, all right, 2021 going out with a bang. Uh, but they did fix it in under four weeks, which is that's impressive. impressive. They had to clear out 200,000 gallons of water. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Uh, but they did. They got it all fixed, and now it's reopened. Oh. Meanwhile, yeah. World of Color is still completely drained in a massive construction site. I know. Some It's coming back, too. They announced that that's coming back. Phantasmic uh, eventually. And the Main Street Electrical Parade. I all know. in 2022. I, <sighs> I know. We'll be back. I know. You better be. Um, all right. Then the other big news What's going on right now? The Festival of the Holidays is officially kicked off and, and in full swing at Disneyland and California Adventure uh, from November 12th to January 9th. That's all holidays. Yeah. Can I just say, because it just made me think of it, because we were just talking about World of Color is completely drained. So the Paradise Pier. Yeah. Like, the, yeah. And so they've got Looks that sad. Festival of Holiday stage like right in front of the <laughs> it's drained lake. These poor performers are up there, like, trying to make the best of it. And you just got this, like, empty dirt pile. I know. Behind them. Anyway, I know. Not quite know. the look they're going for. Sad. I heard somebody say it's like, oh, it's because California is trying to conserve water. I'm like, I assure you, Disney is not <laughs> trying to conserve water. California might be, but Disney is not. That is not the reason. They're working on that big old, big old lake. Um, a couple of the big festival things... You and I are excited about this. The fireworks are all holidays now. Mm -hmm. They've got the parade going on, the Christmas fantasy parade. I don't know if you got to take a look at we it when did. we were there. Adam. And we got to see the like Christmas cavalcade at DCA where they just came blowing yeah. through at one point. Yeah, that was cute. Did you see? There's like two cavalcades. There's like a, a like a Pixar characters one, and then there's the three caballeros. Oh, I didn't see I the three caballeros. We saw the Pixar one. The Three Caballeros is part of the Viva Navidad story. And so it's like samba dancing and Latin music playing. And the Three Caballeros are on a float. And then oh. Mickey and Minnie in like samba outfits are on another float. And it's really, really cute. It's a lot of Feliz Navidad, which might be one of my favorite Christmas songs. And it's <laughs> just so much fun. So I, I think of everything that's going on in the parks. That's my favorite thing right now of all Christmas related and holiday related stuff. I like it. I like it. Yeah. But what yeah. I also like are the food carts. That's also going up. So they've got the festive food marketplace over at California Adventure. It's kind of like a mini version of the food and wine festival. Yep. If you are a Flor a Floridian or only know uh, of you know Epcot's food and wine, well, they festival. do the, this is like a mini version. Don't they do? They do. A, they do a the food California and wine festival as well. One, yeah. yeah, they do one here too. But this is kind of the same thing, just like with a holiday sheen yep. put over yep. all of it. Um, and I don't know about you, but when we were there recently, we stopped at a couple of booths. Uh, I found it to be just kind of okay. I do think I, I regret not doing this. So they have the sip and savor pass right now, which is like a little lanyard they give you with oh, yeah, eight tabs. With those. Yeah. Yeah. And then you pull off one of those tabs or those tickets and hand them over and you get either a food or a, a drink of your choice. It's $51 and you get eight tabs. I actually think it sounds kind of high, but I think that's a pretty good price that's for a good how deal. much you get. Yeah. Compared yeah. to what you, and I should say, I think it's $58 if you are not a Disney key member. It's 51 if you're a Disney Yeah. Key I think member. that's, I think that's a good deal. Cause we stopped at one of them and we had, they had a like impossible chorizo, which was really good. Also, we might have thought it was really good because we just had been in the car for eight hours driving down from the Bay. <laughs> And this was our first stop. We literally like got there, parked, and went to DCA. Um, right. But 
I had, I mean, you know this, I'm not a big beer drinker. I am a, give me a margarita, a cocktail, a seltzer, something like that. I'm just not a big beer drinker. But at one of the carts they had, and I had it up here a second ago, um, at the Bruise and Bites cart, which is the one with the Impossible Chorizo, uh, they had the... Golden Road Brewing, which is down from your neck of the woods, Christmas Golden cart, Road. Christmas cart wheat beer. It was delicious, and I need to get I some here it. for the holidays because I got to figure out where to. I'm sure we have it up here. Like, I'm sure you I can guys find definitely it have Golden Road. If you, if, if my LA friends, if you are looking for that beer and don't want to go all the way down to Disneyland for it, you can just go to the Golden Road. Um, location and they have all of that stuff that you can purchase in their well, gift shop. It was absolutely delicious. It was like a fruity wheat beer that was yummy and tasted like Christmas in a cup. And I had a couple and it was really good and I enjoyed it and I need it here for when we get back from Hawaii and have the hol- the rest of the holidays. It was good. Five stars, five stars. Good. Yeah. We had some stuff that was decent. I don't even really remember all of them. We did have the same chorizo queso thing. Uh, which was cold when we finally ate it. So I don't know. I was not that impressed. But my tip, if you are going to eat at any of these these booths, is you and I think they say this on all the booths, but nobody really utilizes this. You can order from any of the booths at one of those booths. So look at the menu in advance. Pick out what you want. Order it, and then they'll tell you, like, okay, we'll ring you up. Just go to booth number eight or number five and pick up your items. So, And you can pick them up whenever you want. You don't have to race right over. I think that was my mistake. I raced to all of them to get the food. And then by the time I came back, everything was cold or half eaten by my party. No, you take your time. Yeah, we should have taken our time. Which, hot tip, if you're going to any of the festivals at Epcot, same deal. Like, you can also do that. At Food and Wine, Flower and Garden, all the 8,000 other food festivals that they have down there at Epcot, you can do the same thing. So I think think about when that. I'm we're going in early February and I think we miss one of those festivals by one day. So we're going to be there in the rare time they don't have a festival. Are you sure Flower and Garden wouldn't have started? I think or maybe that's March. Oh, you know what? It's like March because I remember they just started Flower and Garden and then pandemic. Yeah, yep. I think we miss it by day. I think we get there on its last day. Uh, of one of those festivals so i guess we could go yeah i guess we could go because it's we have a park hopper but i don't think we will just for that yeah um fun so yeah so that's the news that's the mouse musings i'm we've got plenty more there's new stuff coming out every day about disneyland but every day that'll be enough every day it's nuts i'm on those websites every day and it's just like more and more stuff um yeah we finally so went Adam, back to Disneyland. Tell us all about it. How was oh, it? It was so good. It was so, so good. But the, the worst part. So everybody knows we had been talking about like, we're going to have the day. We're going to meet up. It'll be great. <laughs> we epically <laughs> failed at finding each other. Dana and I epic, epic failed at finding each other during our uh-uh. Disney day. I no, epic failed. No, my friend, this was deliberate. You set this. You made this happen. I was, it was you so told bad. me, and we have a recording of this. You told me <laughs> that you were going to force feed me a turkey leg, so uh, I purposely avoided. Is this you what you avoided me? Costs. No, yeah, just kidding. yeah. I just you thought that worked me out well that. in my favor. Um, no, it was. It was like it was highly entertaining. How bad it was. We were at trying to find each other. I know. We were texting each other being like, we're over here. And then you're like, we're over here. And then we'd be like, oh, no, now we're over here. And you're like, no, now we're over here. And so it just. I know. It didn't work. It, um, we saw each other. It felt like it was one of those things where like every time we were in a line, you weren't. And then every yep. time you were in a line, we weren't. A hundred percent. But we saw each other yeah. from in the Jungle Cruise line for a split second and connected. Yeah. And baby Noah, who's not such a baby anymore. Oh, my gosh. You guys, he's standing and, like, stood on his own today. He's not walking yet, but literally stood on his own today. And I'm just, I can't. Um, He's breaking our contract. probably going to start walking tomorrow. Stop it. I'm sorry. I said it, I'm not ready for that. Um, But anyway, we had such a good trip. So we got down. We drove. We left at, like, 
six o'clock in the morning out the door to beat Bay Area traffic, which you think you have bad traffic in L.A. Bay Area traffic is because we have less. It's all so condensed. Yeah, we have a lot less freeways than you do. And it's a nightmare. So we got out of here at six o'clock in the morning, got the heck out to I-5 because it's like once you get out of the bay and you get to the five, then you can start flying down the five. And there is apparently no speed limit on the five because I think at one point we were going like 100 (laughs) with and that was like the flow of traffic. So California. Um, so we hauled down there. We got down there around, I want to say like 1.30 or so in the afternoon. Um, went straight to the Disneyland Hotel. Uh, got checked in. They were amazing when we got checked in. A, our room was ready, which I feel like never happens when you get into a Disney hotel before check-in time. Um, yeah. Our room was ready, and the cast member gave Noah a little stuffed Mickey. Just gave it to him when we what? checked in. Yeah, yeah, that was so sweet. Yeah, he's got it in his crib with him. Um, she was just like she was like held it up to him, and he reached his hands out, and she's like, "Here you go." And that was that. And just gave him a what? Mickey. So it was super sweet, super Aww, sweet. That's little, like little makes, Disney that's magic. Like the Disney touch. Yeah. Yep. yep. So that, that was super sweet when we checked in, and then they told us our room was ready. Now we had booked the cheapest room we could get for that weekend, which we all know the Disneyland Hotel is not cheap. Um, so we had booked a standard view room uh-huh. for the weekend, and standard so we, is like parking, parking lot. lot. So. Yeah. So we figured yeah. we were going to be in. So if you don't know the Disneyland Hotel that well, which I don't think we've really done a good deep dive on the Disneyland Hotel. It's three towers. I want to do an entire episode, a vault episode entirely on the Disneyland Hotel. We 1,000% should. Um, Yeah. I feel like we should do it. If we can figure out how to go remote, we should just do it from the fire pit outside of Trader Sam's and just record a whole episode from sitting right there while drinking tiki drinks. Oh, if I must. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, so the Disneyland Hotel, it's beautiful. It is my, I think I've said this ad nauseum on this podcast. It is my favorite Disney resort in all Disney parks. Um, it it's just that old school Disney charm to it, this nostalgia, the whole thing. So it's got the fantasy tower, which is the main tower where the lobby is, the incredible gift shop that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, where they have amazing merch and no lines and great stuff. Um, and it's got a little like gift shop with bottles of water and all that jazz, like you have at every hotel. And then it's got a bunch of rooms. Then the building directly out, you come out that door to the pool. There's another building which is the Adventure Land, Adventure Tower. And it's all based on Adventureland. And it's so cool. They have like a model of Adventureland in the lobby and just all these different things which are just themed perfectly. Then you have the Frontierland Tower. And this is where we, our room was this trip was in Frontierland. Um, Mm. They have a scale model of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad in the lobby. And we were staring at that forever. It was so cool. Like it was just really cool to see that. And so you go in there, uh, we got up to our room and we were like, oh, we're on the top floor. And we go to our room, we open it up. It's, you know, a king size room. They had already put a crib in there that we had requested for Noah. We had a balcony, which these there's only like a handful of rooms at the Disneyland Hotel with balconies. They're only in the Frontierland Tower on the top floor. And yeah. They had we had a balcony with a couple chairs and a table, and it was amazing because Noah would go to sleep and Kurt and I would have our tiki drink from Trader Sam's. We get him to go and sit out on the balcony and enjoy our evening looking out over DCA. So I don't know. Maybe they were just being super nice to us and gave us a nicer room. I feel like they did than what we had booked. I think they must have. But you looked you lucked out so much. (laughs) Like, that's incredible. It was That's not a standard room. What I mean, thought. we did have a parking lot view because the downtown Disney parking lot was directly below us. <laughs> so we, uh-huh. we did have that view. But if you didn't look down and you just looked out, you saw DCA and it was a great view. You saw huh. Pier- Paradise Pier Hotel and DCA and it was yeah. it was a great view. So the hotel was amazing. I love the kiss goodnight on the headboard where you flip it on and it does a, you know, plays yeah. the when you wish upon a star and does fireworks. It's so sweet. Um, 
Did Noah like that? Was he, he into did. He the watched little fiber it, yeah. optics? And he just crawled oh. all over that room. We have some great pictures of him with the Disney carpet and all that. And this was renovated. So we were in one of their renovated rooms that they had done at the Disneyland Hotel. So like new carpet, new furniture, like just little touches. It still felt like the Disneyland Hotel, but it was just small little updated touches. Like they put in their new beds that they've been doing at all the resorts now where they're elevated and you can put your luggage underneath the beds. They added those beds I to the renovated those. rooms. Yeah, they're great. Noah yeah. loved it because he found a little cave to go crawl under and hang out. Oh. Under the bed. You guys probably did not love it. Cause you're like, where did our child go? <laughs> Basically. Um, so that was, that was great. So we got there, we got checked in. Um, we went straight to DCA cause we had a dinner reservation at Carthay circle. So we went straight to DCA uh, walked around, got got a snack, um, took Noah on uh, uh, undersea journey, Little Mermaid's undersea journey. Uh-huh. Um, he was the Little Mermaid, right? The Little Mermaid, right? He was fascinated. His eyes, like so much more than when we first took him when he was five months. When we all went, he, we got on that Little Mermaid ride, and he was just like mind blown watching it. And Aww. like we it stopped in the under the sea room, which there's so much to see in that room. It's that big room, you know, and they're all like dancing around. Yeah. And he was just he loved it. I think he absolutely loved it. He was just blown away. Um, then we took him on Monsters Inc. and he did great on that. Uh Kurt and I single because we didn't realize single rider was back at the parks. So oh, yeah. we single ride, we both did single rider for uh the Incredicoaster, which people go single rider the Incredicoaster. I know some of the rides at Disney Parks for single rider, you're in the single rider line for a long time, like Radiator Springs. Yep. Incredicoaster walked on. Literally oh, I went, believe it. went in the single rider line. You go in, you go up an elevator, down the hallway, down the elevator, you're on the loading platform. They're like, get in, and they throw you in a and that's awesome so that ride also the line goes pretty fast even if you're not doing single rider it seems like it's almost always like a 10 minute wait at most yeah it's and it's so good i love it it just it's so i good. can't help but smile every time we do the Incredicoaster. and then when you it's go really through and they smell the cookies too. yep it's better at yeah. night yeah it is anyway so it's i so love great. the Incredicoaster. and then we took noah on I think that's all we took him on that night. And then um, we went to dinner at Carthay Circle, which we have now learned our lesson. No more fancy restaurants until he's older. (laughs) It just. Oh, no. The experience wasn't that great. And also, here's my issue with Carthay Circle. I'm going to. And maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but the two times we've had a dining reservation at Carthay Circle for the main restaurant, not the lounge or the alfresco thing, the main right. restaurant upstairs. We have wound up pushed in that back room with no theming. Uh-huh. That's like their overflow table room. And then you yeah. walk your walk through the big, beautiful room with the snow white ceiling and all that where you want to sit. And then you wind up in this back room that you're like, what is this? And it's just. Yeah. It's like I'm paying all this money for this expensive dinner to sit in this room that's just awkward. I don't it's like this awkward back room. So, yeah, not a fan. I know it's kind of it's the same way with um, the be our guest restaurant in Florida uh, where it's like you walk in, you see this grand ballroom and everybody wants to sit in there. And then they've got the West Wing is cool, too. But then they've got that other like overflow room. It's like something Bell, something. Yeah, it's like, like, come on, this doesn't even like what. Yeah, I don't want to sit here. Just make a second ballroom, folks. Yeah, like that's what I want to sit in. Yeah. So that was really cool space. So that was definitely disappointing. And then Noah was melting down like the timing was just bad. And so we quickly ordered like a couple cocktails and a couple appetizers. And that was it because we were like, I don't want to pay for entrees. We're sitting in this room like. Like, it just bummed me out, to be completely honest. It was not what we were looking for. And so, yeah, I think we would have been better served just getting quick service, something, and a drink from, you know, one of the stops from the Hollywood Lounge or something. 
<coughs> and doing that as opposed to what we did do. So lesson learned. Yeah. Um, well, it's and- also just parenting, you know, like it's hard. It's hard in some of those restaurants and they're really accommodating there. But I mean, I, you know, beyond Disney, I've been there before and I'm still there sometimes. I've got a five year old and there's days where she's just not having it with a restaurant and we have to just sit in her being upset about being in a restaurant. And, yeah. you know, I would I would I hear what you're saying. I would hate it if that were the case. And you're there paying so much money for kind of a fine dining experience and your kid's not, I not will into it. Say you guys were probably exhausted too. We were exhausted, but I will say there was one moment there though. The server, our server was amazing. And you know, they had that balcony up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he said to us, he goes, if your son starts melting down, just push that door hard. And you can go out on the balcony. Kurt and I ended up just going out on the balcony with Noah. And that was amazing because you're up that we were the only ones up there overlooking Buena Vista street, all the people walking below and we were up there with Noah. And that was like, okay, that was special right there. I almost wish we could have just had, it wasn't that cold out that night. And I was like, I almost wish we could have just had dinner sitting out there with Noah. And it probably would have been a little better of an experience than sitting in that. Yeah dreary overflow room so anyway oh well we left there we made our way through a craze downtown disney on a friday night to walk back to uh the hotel and of course on our way made our way through world of disney and maybe made some purchases and then okay so we (laughs) got back to the hotel um noah passed out quickly i went down to trader sam's picked us up a couple tiki drinks and brought them back up to the room we sat outside like (laughs) i mentioned had those and then passed out because um my cousin john and his wife jess they have a son who is about a year older than ethan and we have not seen them since the pandemic because pandemic um yeah so they we texted with them before we went we said you guys want to come down we'll do and they were like yes we'll do it we'll come down um, so they drove down, met us at the Disneyland Hotel. The hotel people, by the way, again, did a little magic. And I won't say her name because I don't want her to get in trouble. But our cousins, we were like, we we're trying to figure out how to meet them, blah, blah. And so I just went to the front desk and the lady was like, I'm just going to give you a couple extra room keys. They can get out of the parking lot with this. They won't have to pay for parking. So awesome. they drove in, so just parked. Sweet. They self-parked at the Disneyland Hotel. They came in, dropped a couple things off in our room. And off we went. Um, and we took the we took your advice. We took the monorail in. Amazing. It's so fun. And it's we didn't wait in the line. Thing. She asks for the monorail every time. We just did the monorail yes, uh, two <coughs> days ago when we were at Disney. It's so great. She's like, let's do the monorail. And it drops you off right in Tomorrowland, like yep. sandwiched between Autopia and the train. And it's really cute. It's It was a great way to go into the park. I mean, granted, I missed. Uh, there is nothing like coming in and being on Main Street and coming around and seeing the castle at the end. But like this was literally with having the kid, the stroller, all that stuff, like not having to wait in a line to scan our tickets to get in because there was no line. We just walked right up to the lady and she was like, have a great day. Um, So that was great. Uh, But yeah, we we got into the parks. We did our usual, went straight to Galaxy's Edge to get Bronto wraps for breakfast because habits can't be broken. And <laughs> took my cousin John on um, Smuggler's Run. Learned a valuable lesson: do not do Smuggler's Run before having breakfast or coffee, and you first wake up in the morning. That's a little, uh, Ooh. That was a little, little yeah. rough. First thing in the morning. Yeah, that, not as not as young sense. as I used to be. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh man. But did your cousin like it? He loved it. He thought it was incredible. Like. He Did you guys get to before. be pilots? No, we front? got stuck in the back row again. You know, I've, I don't think I've ever been a pilot on that thing, and I've done Me it neither. multiple times. I'm always uh, stuck in the back where they're like, hit the button, hit the button. You're like, Ugh. Me too. I was whatever that role was, and I was wah, like, well, this wah. is stupid. <laughs> I can't even see. And then there was like a five-year-old in front being the pilot, and I'm like, this kid doesn't even know what Star Wars is. I just want to pull the thing right to go into that? hyperspace. Like, Yeah. Oh, anyway. Yeah, I know. Um, 
Yeah. So, so you start. You were at Galaxy's yeah, Edge. Yeah, we did Galaxy's Edge, and then we did a lot of Fantasyland with the kids. Um, we did Snow White. Finally, I got to see the plusing. It was really good. Like the mine yeah. scene was really good. Um, I liked the ending. I liked the ending a lot. Yeah. Um, I I thought it was really cute. I thought the up the touch ups they did to it was was really nice, and it still had the witch turning around, like the queen turning around and being the witch. So I was happy. Would you have so you been on you it? You weren't. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was really cute. So you weren't upset about the non consensual kiss that Snow White is giving? <laughs> we all, by we all the made Prince a comment Charming. about that this week because we were all in the same <laughs> little thing, and everybody was like, "Oh, yeah. non consensual." Um, and then we kept going through. I don't know. Is CPR non consensual now? Like he gave her a kiss to wake her up, save her <laughs> life. If you weren't breathing and yeah. I had to give you CPR, I don't think you'd be upset. So, yeah, maybe that's what he was doing, folks. Maybe he is. First aid certified. Also, people, and he it's a saw fairy tale. a woman not breathing, and he was like, "I'm gonna give her mouth to mouth." We don't know. It's a fairy tale, folks. It might. It, it could be just a simple. Really, he's I, trying to resuscitate her. People will find something to complain about, no matter what. Um, what else did we do? Oh, then we we I introduced John to single rider. We single road Splash Mountain, um, and did that. Uh, and yeah, like we didn't do pirates and we didn't do Haunted Mansion Holiday. Kurt and I got to take Noah on Storybook Canal. And that was my first time ever doing Storybook Canal. <gasps> what did you think? I loved it because we did it right at dusk, which yes, was the, the time. perfect time to do it. It was that's like what I was it, telling you oh. the other day. It's so romantic and sweet. It was because it wasn't quite dark Storybook. enough out yet. And it was just that dusk and like all the ha- the 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 sets the were lit, lit up the houses were lit up and we had they're all inc- decorated for christmas yeah, too yeah, right yeah. and yeah. we had an incredible cast member like who was just so into telling the story like yeah. and noah was fascinated by this cast member and i have pictures of noah just staring at the cast member talking and it's almost like you hear Noah being like, tell me more. So, so this Elsa lady, what did she do? Tell me more. (laughs) Like he was, he was just zoned in on this cast member who was so engaging and very, this is what's great. Like, cause you can get on like jungle cruise or something else and get the dud, right. That like, yeah. Is just reading through the script. Like this guy was like in it. He was like, I am committing to this. And it was just such a good day it was fun to be there with family um fun to be there with them that you know of course because it was you know their son's first trip um we went back to toontown yeah, even though big. there's not much to do in toontown, nothing to do there except say yeah. hi to mickey um which by the way that like mickey minis is coming along back there yeah it really is i can't wait to ride that i guess uh, i'll ride it in florida first so I did get one piece of merch while we were there. Okay, what did you get? <laughs> Which every so this is why I love my husband. Every store we walked into, I went to the same thing, and I kept looking at it, being like, "Oh, do I want it? Oh, I don't know." If you say do you I got the it? popcorn spirit jersey, no. I'm going to hang up. <laughs> no, but I I agree with you. Now we saw him. I couldn't smell it. I literally like, have a smell. broke mask rules I inside and pulled my mask down trying to smell it. I did the same thing. I did the exact Is same thing. Is it like thing. scratch and sniff? Do you have to like activate the scent? I don't know. It, it it must be. I don't know. It's so weird. It's definitely not scented and I smelled even though different. it has I must a tag looked, that says it is. I probably looked like an insane person because I was smelling different parts of it too. I was smelling the letters and the sleeves and I was like, where, where is this smell? And then I realized, well, I'm also in, we, we, I was smelling it in, in Bing Bong's sweet shop. And I was like, well, there's probably so many other smells in this room right now. Like probably. it's mass, but like, I, I do not know where the smell, smell is on that. And then they have Christmas I, smelling spirit jerseys now too. And I could not smell it in that either. So no, it was not a scratch and sniff spirit jersey. Uh, that I was super excited about. So, well, there were two okay. things. One I did not get and one I ended up getting. And the one I did not get okay. was, which I'm still gutted I didn't get it and I should have just gotten it because it was the, one of the most comfy things I've ever put on. And it's their okay. holiday zip-up sweater, the gray one with the red D 
and like the snowflakes oh, and yeah. like it's super cozy. It's fleece. No, it's, it's a like fleece, it's right? wool sweater. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yes, it's yeah. like a knit sweater. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I tried it on. I was like, and it's oversized, and it's like that big comfy sweater that you just want to like wrap up in. I didn't get it because it's like one hundred and fifty dollars. Holy like, smokes! Yeah. Oh no, no, yeah. no. So did not get it. But the other thing I really wanted, ever since we watched um, Ordinary Adventures, we've mentioned them multiple times. Uh, their vlog. When they did Marius Knights, Kitra, who's like the 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 female partner in the whole thing, she beelined to the store to get the necklace of light up Christmas lights. Oh, I saw those. You got a <laughs> pair of those? Aww. So every store we walked into, I looked at them and I was like, do I? Do I? And then Kurt and Noah went off. And next thing I know, he comes back with the light up Christmas lights, which are coming with me to Alani 1000%. I'll be wearing them oh, to the luau absolutely. and at night around Alani, guaranteed. Um, and then throughout I, Christmas time here when Kurt's mom is here from London. I want a picture of you with Mickey when you're wearing that those Christmas lights. 1000%. That is 100% happening. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, good, so good. I got those and you, I love them. You know what I bought? What? Do you know what I bought the other day? I'm pretty excited about this. I need to go get the proper soap, but I got the soap dispenser. No, that you, you didn't. Push down, it foams a Mickey. It's a Mickey foam. Face. Did it not yeah, come with I soap just, in it? It might have. I actually did. No, I don't think it's it did. because that's how all the soap dispensers are at um, Tokyo. Yeah, well, I have. Here, you want me to go get it? You want to see? No, it? No, I've seen it. I've seen it at the store, but okay, I can't okay. believe you finally. Bought I have to it. look. I'm, I bought I'm gonna hundred percent. I bought it. it. I'm gonna put it in house. Ray's bathroom. Oh, great! Yeah. That's the bathroom I use. <laughs> Stay there. Yes, right over there. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Ray and also. Adam's bathroom. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, so it was a great trip until the very end of the night when, oh my gosh! So I did Rise of the Resistance. We had boarding passes at the end of the night. We finally got them. Um, Kurt went first, and we did Rider Swap, which worked great because I was able to skip the whole line when I went on. And um, which was actually really special while Kurt was in line to do it because he had to go in the regular line with his boarding pass or boarding group. Um, Noah and I walked almost the entire park while Kurt was on it. And it was just me and Noah, me pushing him at night through the park. And it was just really special to do that and walk the whole park while we were waiting for Kurt to get off the ride. And then I hopped on and then I did... It was like a comedy of errors trying to get out of that park. Because, guys, I was trying to go meet Dana because I had a present for Dana. Yes. And no. you you got to send it to me now. I know. You need it before January 14th. But yeah. Um, yeah. I tried desperately. Dana was like, we're leaving DCA. And I was like, great. I'm leaving Disneyland right now. We'll meet in the middle. I am trying to get out of Disneyland. And they apparently do a castle lighting show at night now where they make it snow all over Main Street. I literally was like dodging in and out of people trying to get out of the park because I also knew that Kurt was with Noah by the train station or by the fire station at the exit, basically. And Noah was having a meltdown tired. and I just needed to get out. And I like ran into a wall of humans. (laughs) I could not get past them. And it was... A comedy of airs trying to get out of that park, but it still was an amazing, amazing day. We ate good food. We had the um the pumpkin, the funnel, the funnel cake with the pumpkin cream cheese funnel cake thing How from Hungry it? Bear. It was really good. We were oh, shocked did, and we hey, devoured it. Did you get the cold brew I from did. the honey bear? No, was not from good? Honey Bear. No, we did get the cold brew from Honey Bear. Kurt and I just got it without the other stuff in it. And John and Jess okay. got it with the honey cream in it. The honey cold cream. Or yeah. Whatever, yeah. They loved it. Kurt and I both took a sip of it, just the black cold brew. And we both got these gigantic smiles on our face because we figured we knew the taste. We knew what cold brew it was. It was the what Jamaican was shake and cold brew from Joffrey's that they only serve at Disney World up until now. And we love the Jamaican shaken coffee from their cold brew. The Jamaican shaken cold brew at Disney World is the best cold brew. It's got this flavor to it that I just absolutely love. And we 
had we got it at Hungry Bear and we tasted it and we went, oh my gosh. It's the Jamaican. Sir, you just unlocked. Go ahead. I just unlocked what? I was gonna say, <laughs> Sir, you just unlocked a hot, hot tip right there. Hot tip. If you miss your Jamaican shake and cold brew, go to the Hungry Bear Cafe, order it. You have to order it at the counter. You can't mobile order it just plain. You have to go to the counter and explain it to them because they haven't really figured out how to customize things too well on the mobile ordering. Um, but that said, later in the night, we got the cold brew from Galaxy's Edge, the sweet cream cheese one. Yeah. As is. Yeah. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. With the with the uh, cocoa, yeah, puffs, on cocoa the puffs on the top. It was really it was tasty. And the it's sweet cute. cream cheese on yeah. it was really good. Yeah, it was a little too creamy for me, but, uh, you know, it was good. I liked yeah. it. So we had all that. And we, what else did we eat? I feel like we ate something else for lunch oh oh duh we went to um the tropical hideaway and had dole whips and um we had dole whips we had bao buns and we had the sweet lumpa thing that i love the like the oh yeah pineapple egg roll thing and then we also had bengal barbecue I love bagel barbecue. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, you did. But I was it was like, it was when tasty. did you eat more of this food? Yeah, <laughs> but it's all so great. And then, oh, yeah, well, that Adam, night. So- well, I was just saying that night we right. went back to the hotel, did the same thing, got a couple of tiki drinks. But when you fun thing to know, when you order tiki drinks from if you don't go inside Trader Sam's and you go to like the pool bar area, that side. They'll do all the tiki drinks from Trader Sam's, but you just get it in the Disney yellow, like, alcohol throwaway cup, right? To go cup. Yeah. Trick being, if you buy the tiki mug, the souvenir mug, then they'll give you, they'll serve you the drink in the actual tiki mug, and you can take it down to the fire pit, you can take it wherever you want, bring it back to them, and they give you a brand new one in a box at the end. Well, sir... That's a hot tip number two. Two. And so we now are the proud owners of two, the zombie one and the the traditional Trader Sam's tiki mugs because Kurt really wanted the tiki mug. Noah's melting down. So I went to the bar, stood in line, got those as a little surprise for him. And we had those Aww. and Dole Whip as our treat up on the balcony that night um, before the end of the day. And then, Aww. yeah, the next morning we got up. We had a leisurely breakfast down there at that same restaurant, um, sat outside, had breakfast, went to the pool for an hour, swam around because it was beautiful out, took Noah swimming, and then had lunch at the same spot before we left, and then drove back. But it was it was a great trip. Great, great, great trip. Oh, I'm so glad. It sounds really great. And I'm glad you got down here and got to see it all again because it had been since June. So yeah. you were... You were more than due for a proper trip to Disneyland. Yeah, it was it was good. The the only downside was just seeing you and Sierra and Kim and passing on the Jungle Cruise. I know. I feel so bad because well, we were means- giving. I was giving Sierra and Kim such a hard time about coming, and then yeah, so I know you were. guys, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry, but I'm glad you were there and well, had a good Disney day too. The only way you can make it up to everybody is if you just come back down again. Okay, fine. Twist my arm. <laughs> All right, good. All right, Adam. Well, if I don't talk to you before Alani, have the best time. We I will. can't wait to hear all about we will. it. Well, I cannot. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. Like it'll be so fun. Yeah, I'm very, yeah. very, very, very excited, and I, I will have to restrain myself in the merch shops and not buy everything I see. <laughs> Oh, well, yes, we'll try. I already saw. I'll just leave it at this. They if you go look at the Alani website and look at the rooms, they have every room has this surfer Mickey lamp in the rooms. Yeah. And it's like Mickey in like his Hawaiian garb holding a surfboard on a lamp. And it's like a wood carved lamp that looks oh, really yeah. cool. Okay. So they have it in You're every room. It. They You're sell gonna buy it. it. They sell it in the gift shop. And we were watching it today and we saw it on one of these videos. They're selling it in the gift shop. And I looked at Kurt and I go, how cute would that look in Noah's room? And then they showed how much the lamp is. Just one guess. Can I guess? Yeah, Can I guess. 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 $500. Uh, too high. Go lower. $250. Higher. $300. $300. It's $299 for that lamp. 
What? So no, I will not be buying the <laughs> Mickey Surfer <laughs> lamp. I say that now and then I get back and I'm going to be like, look, Dana, look what I, yeah, God. Yeah, I know you will. <laughs> Next time I log on to Zoom, I'm going to see it behind you. You'll have it. I was like, it was really for Noah's room. Uh-huh. As it's in my office. Uh-huh. Sure, uh-huh. sure, sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, all right. look, uh, last little plug. If you want to go have a fun Hawaiian adventure like I am, call Dana and she'll make sure you can have a fun Hawaiian adventure like I am about to embark on. You know it. And also, if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure you don't forget to like it, subscribe to it, like comment and subscribe, us, as my daughter tell says. Us, tell us how much you love tell us, us in the comments. Tell us all the things. Yeah. But truly, like, the more that you comment, that just makes our day. And it tells us, like, oh, hey, two more people are really listening. And we love it. And uh, we'll just keep making more the more you guys review it. So, Go on to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you can review a podcast and Google. like it and and review. Yeah, all of them. All wherever. of them. All the places. We're everywhere. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Yeah. Um, have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Bye. Bye.